Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone had a great week so far. Uh, Remember to tell people about the podcast and to like and share this page on Facebook if you find it interesting. Let's start with Israel tonight. We normally end with Israel. We end with overseas stuff, but uh, let's start with them tonight. You're going to be hearing this name quite a bit. Naftali Bennett, but he'll be the new prime minister of Israel. Uh, You know, they've had four elections in just over two years, and Israel has finally been able to form a government. Now, two or three guys are supposedly going to be rotating in uh, as prime minister. Remember that Israel's government operates differently than ours, to say the least. But um, they have to form a coalition of different parties that agree with each other, and they're going to rotate power and um we'll see how that works out it didn't work out with netanyahu but anyway netanyahu's out uh it's kind of hard to believe it he's been the longest serving you know leader of israel that they've ever had um his rivals have been able to come together basically and get rid of him they've even got several arab coalitions groups that have come together against him it's just everybody they finally uh if you just looked at it on the surface, it'd be impossible for all these guys to come together and agree on anything, but they did. They come together and agreed to get rid of Netanyahu. Uh, the globalist, you know, I've been saying for a long time, if you listen, that that the comparison between Trump and Netanyahu was eerie. It was, it, there's a lot of comparisons there. And the globalist wanted Netanyahu out just like they wanted Trump out, and now they've gotten their way. Uh, it, that should be a wow moment that that the globalists have, have, have gotten rid of such a nationalist as Trump and a nationalist like Netanyahu. It's, it's pretty serious stuff, but now that they've got him out, they've brought charges against Netanyahu for corruption. Sound familiar? Just like Trump. It's the same thing. It, it's just the same playbook. Why change it when it keeps working, right? And that's what they're doing. Why change it? Similarities are, are, are weird. We'll see how it works out. I don't know. But there's been a lot of strange things that have been happening over there this week. That's why I want to start with this. It's not just the Israeli election. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this. If you have been paying attention, if you saw the Washington Free Beacon, they reported that Iran's largest warship caught on fire and sank under very mysterious circumstances, they called it. Oh, yeah. Very mysterious. And then several of Iran's oil fields have caught on fire. All that's this week now. Their largest warship just catches on fire and sinks, and now several of their oil fields are on fire. Uh, Different targets have been hit in Syria, in southern Syria, which is northern, just north of the Israeli border. But Amir Srafati reports that that uh, several of these different little Hezbollah training groups that are funded by Iran up in Syria, they've been targeted. So you've got the election. That's all got everybody up in arms, paying attention to that. And now you get all these covert operations that are going on. So why is it important? Because at the same time this has been going on, 
Iran has been implementing new leadership. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy, isn't it? All this at the same time. But, you know, Iran doesn't have elections. That's a joke. The, the religious leaders of that group put in place who they want to put be put in place. That's how it works in Iran. But um, the guy that actually runs Iran is the supreme Muslim leader named Ali Khamenei. I know I got that wrong. The Ali Khamenei or ever how you want to say it, but he's the religious leader and he's the one that dictates who's in charge. Well, guess who he put in charge in Iran? This guy named Ibrahim Rossi. He's a hardline Muslim cleric who took part in the murder of 30,000 dissidents in 1988. Now, that's a big word we don't use very often. What does dissident mean? That means protester pretty much. We've had some dissidents in this country, right? Well, you don't do that in Iran. You don't protest against the government. You die. And they've proven that. That's why you don't see any. Uh, but, but this guy that's now the president of Iran was part of murdering 30,000 back in 1988. He has also been the chief justice here lately. But if you remember a couple of months ago, this, uh, gold medal winning wrestler, real world, just world famous wrestler, uh, in Iran spoke out against the government and this guy who was the chief justice at the time sentenced him to death and they killed him because he spoke out against the government, which you don't do over there. We take a lot of that stuff for granted here, but that don't happen all around the world. You can't just say and do whatever you want to do. And uh, so now this guy has been put in place as being the president of Iran. So now that Israel's government has officially changed and Iran has a new president, I believe the next couple of weeks should be pretty interesting. Uh, each one of these governments that are so diametrically opposed to each other, they're going to have to try to establish some type of dominance. That's just common sense. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, in the next couple of weeks as they jostle for position. That's just a good way to put it, I think. But all of this that I just told you, all the while, nobody's really spoke about it. They've been trying, you know, it was headlines for a week or two and then they just kind of dropped it except for me i'm not going to drop it because it's that important but while all this is going on in the middle east the biden administration is still having these talks over there in brussels and different places about returning to the iranian nuclear deal all of this while these two countries are transitioning while everything's going on so biden still got his guys over there talking to him trying to reestablish this nuclear deal if you want to call it that What's important about that is Reuters today came out, Reuters.com, you can look it up. They said today that the European leaders expect the deal to be signed next week. Uh, <laughs> I've talked about this several times. I don't want to just keep talking about it, but I don't know if everybody understands why the Iranian nuclear deal is such a bad thing. Basically what it does to put this in our common understanding Right now, Iran is enriching uranium, trying to get enough to build a nuclear weapon, okay? Well, they're kind of doing it, if you want to call it, illegally. Under the Iranian nuclear deal, they can do it legally. They're only supposed to enrich a certain amount. Well, they don't let you come in and inspect it. All this deal does is legally allow them to sell more oil 
No, there's be no restrictions on them. And they're still going to do what they want to do. They've proven that. So there's absolutely no point in going back to this deal. You're legalizing Iranians enrichment of uranium. I know I'm simplifying that a great bit, but that's basically it. It makes no sense why they keep pushing for this. But that's what they're doing. Um, but always remember this. Israel's leadership may have changed Netanyahu's out. That That's done. Their leadership may have changed, but their stance on Iran's nuclear ambitions has not, nor will it ever. They are That's the only thing that that nation agrees on, 100%, is Iran will not be allowed to get a nuclear weapon. You have to understand, we can't blame Israel. They know Iran will use one if they get it. So they're not going to let them get it, period. So... That's the problem. That's when this thing gets into biblical prophecy, okay? When you start thinking about that, when you start thinking about Iran is just bound and determined to get a nuclear weapon that they can fire on Israel, and Israel's bound and determined that they will not allow that to happen. So see, that's when that's when prophecy gets into this, because now you have to look, okay, we know that this year, Iran and Turkey and Russia and China have all formed an alliance. They've had war games out in the Mediterranean, in the Indian Ocean. They've practiced together. Their navies have. They have come together in an alliance. Well, that's straight out of Ezekiel 38 and 39. Straight out of it. So what you have to ask yourself is when all these things are happening over there in the Middle East, when all this stuff's happening around Israel, when will these nations come to Iran's aid? That's what you have to ask. After Israel attacks Iran, when will these nations come to the aid of their ally Iran? That's the prophetic question. And everything's lining up. They form the alliance. It, it will eventually happen. Ezekiel tells us that. On a different topic that may make you smile a little bit, it did me out of the Middle East. I had to bring this up. But Newsweek and The Independent reported both. A group of fishermen out of Yemen. Now, Yemen's a nation that's just south of Saudi Arabia on the Arabian Peninsula. It's down there that, that borders the ocean. But this group of fishermen, they found a dead sperm whale uh, in the Gulf of Aden. And the smell drew them to it, and they found this whale. So they go out there to it, and inside of the whale is a 280-pound lump of ambergris. Now, that's a fancy word for whale vomit. Mm. This stuff is very rare, and obviously it's very expensive. I had no idea. Who would have thought it, right? But this stuff is actually used to preserve the scent of fine perfume. That That's an oxymoron if I ever heard of one. But anyway, this, this lump of ambergris sold for $1.5 million dollars. Who have ever thought that whale vomit could make you a millionaire? But that happened in Yemen this week. It's awesome for those guys. Those guys were just, they didn't have anything. And now they're just, they're on top of the world. This is awesome for them. But ambergris, now you know, I had no idea. We had another ransomware attack this week. This time it was on JBS, uh, the world's largest meat packer and a major meat supplier to the United States. Um, 
The company's headquartered out of Brazil, and no word yet on how much they wound up paying the hackers, but they're supposedly back operating now. They've got the business back online, so obviously they paid them, just like the Colonial Pipeline did. You can't get around this ransomware. You, you just can't get around it. If, if they put it on your system, they have to take it off. You can't do anything about it uh, unless you want to get a brand new computer system and just totally start over, which most people cannot do. So they pay the hackers. And so we know that JBS paid them. It'll, it'll come out just like it did with Colonial. It'll come out how much they paid them. But right now, we don't know. Uh, beef prices, if you've been to the store lately, you know they're already crazy high. I mean, what, $20 a pound for a steak? It's just crazy. I had a guy tell me the other day that there was a shortage on chicken wings. They, there's there's no chicken wings. You know, I, I, I don't know. So with beef prices and stuff already so high, this is going to make it worse, obviously. They're back operating, but you had that three or four day gap that is going to hit the supply chain, and it's going to happen. And even for some unscrupulous people, you, that's going to be an excuse to jack it up even more. I mean, it's crazy. Meat prices are finna go nuts. NPR.org reported that the FBI says the hackers are from Russia. So they know, they think they know where the hackers are from Russia, right? Maybe so, but think about this, okay? This is not conspiracy theorist stuff. This is common sense. It's what I try to get you guys to do on here is just think, okay? Think about this. Maybe it did come from Russia. I don't know. I mean, we, we'll find out, but think about this. I've already talked about this, and we know what the World Economic Forum has said as their goals for this year, right? We know what the World Economic Forum wants to do. We know about their 2030 agenda. We've talked about that on here. You can go back and look it up. We know about the Green New Deal that AOC and the Biden administration is pushing, right? The Green New Deal. We know all about that. We know that all these together, they want no fossil fuels and they want no cows. <laughs> That's what we know. So very conveniently, the pipeline gets hacked around the same time that Michigan shuts down the Canadian oil line that goes to their state, right? Remember we talked about that? After Biden had just shut down the Keystone Pipeline project. Mm -hmm. And then this week, he stopped all oil and gas operations in Alaska's Anwar region. I couldn't believe that when I saw it. Because Trump had opened up most of it. Uh, that's what made us energy independent, if you'll remember. Uh, now Biden has stopped everything in Alaska. Uh, so you think about that. All that went together, right, with the oil, fossil fuels. Then if you remember, we talked about this back in February and March. It was all over the news. It was everywhere to where Bill Gates was all over the news pushing for every nation to have to switch to synthetic beef. You remember that? He bought all this farmland and everybody was like, well, why is he doing that? He's, he, he's buying all that farmland so he can grow soybeans to make hamburgers out to sell you. He wants to sell you soybean burgers so you don't buy cow burgers. Look at what the make. Watch the billionaires. Watch what the money people do. Right? When Elon Musk dumped $1.5 billion into Bitcoin, you should pay attention to that. When Bill Gates buys thousands of acres of farmland pay attention to that these guys didn't get to be billionaires by being stupid they're in the loop they know what they're doing so after bill gates gets to calling for all this synthetic beef he wants to call it you know 
these other nuts in the World Economic Forum, they've been pushing for a year now to stop all beef production because they say that cow flatulence is causing global warming. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave it alone. I don't want to, but I'm going to leave it alone. And now with already high meat prices, the major meat packer in the world gets hacked. It's all just way too conveniently connected for me. Am I the only one that sees this? There's no way that this is just coincidence. There is no way that the two things that these power brokers of the world want to do are the two things that's being hacked and the two things that's going through the roof skyrocket on prices. No, that's just too convenient to me. There's, there's just no way that that's not connected. These people are serious and, and major change is on the horizon. I hope that we know that, uh, major change is coming. It's already been started since we're already on talking about some nutty stuff. Guess what else Joe Biden did this week? He legally ended the stay in Mexico policy. Now this was where these migrants were supposed to stay in Mexico while their appeal was being heard, right? for them to seek asylum into the United States. They hadn't been enforcing it at all. We know that, but it was on the books. It was legally a stay in Mexico policy, but now they've legally stopped it. They've done away with it. So now there's just nothing to, to hinder it at all. CBP.gov government website. Now you can look it up. They don't try to hide it. They reported that 180,000 people entered the U S in May illegally. They know how many is entering illegally. Is that registering? They're letting them come in. Just come on. They're counting them. Last week, I told you, if you remember that story by Maria Bartiromo to where she had looked it up and she was reporting that 453,000 people had entered the United States illegally in the first three months of the year. So easy math. Now, in the first four months of the year, that's 603,000 people that we know of. Has that registered? Over a half a million people that we know have entered the U.S. illegally. How many that we don't know of? How many are they not reporting? How many are they not telling us? How many are being shipped off to places like Chattanooga in the middle of the night, right? You have no idea. We don't know. There is no end in sight. That's the point. We've got over 600,000 people that have entered this country so far illegally that we know, and there's no end in sight. Oh, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I don't know where it's going to end or if it's going to end. I don't know. But uh, I said a couple of weeks ago when I stand by it that I believe that this administration's immigration policy will forever change our country. I think that's an understatement, but our country is going to be changed forever because there's no way to go back. You know, once you allow all these people in, they're never leaving. And I, 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 I fully believe that most of them are probably good people, but you're going to have a group in every group that are not good people. Uh, that's just how it is. You're going to have people that are going to do some bad stuff. That's just the nature of humanity. So Moderna on another subject, 
back to the virus that we can't ever seem to get away from, right? But Moderna is seeking full FDA approval of its vaccine. Everything so far has been used under the Emergency Approval Act, which means no company could be held liable for any adverse reactions to these shots. There's nothing you can do about it. No matter what happens to you, there's nothing you can do about it. Because when it's under emergency approval, there's no ramifications, right? At least if this thing gets actual FDA approval, the company can be held accountable. And that's a good thing. I mean, that's good. I hope that they do get fully, you know, FDA approved. Then people will have some recourse if something happens. I hope so. It's been ramping up the last couple of days, but I I guess y'all saw where businesses all over the country are requiring their employees to get the shot, right? Yeah, just like I warned you. I've been telling you for weeks and weeks and months it was coming, and unfortunately, it's right. But this is the bad news on WebMD.com. That's a real good website if you want to know anything medical. It's, that's a good one. But WebMD.com reports that the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission ruled June the 1st that employers can legally require the COVID vaccination for employees to enter the workplace end quote. It's just a matter of time and it's going to come to all of us. But uh, let me read you something in my little stack. This is a headline from June the 2nd, a couple of days ago, from the Washington Post. The headline says, the unseen COVID-19 risk for unvaccinated people. I said, okay, well, I need to read that. So let me share it with you guys. I'm quoting all this, right? They, talking about the people that are unvaccinated, they think it's safe to take off the mask. It's not, said Lynn Goldman, dean of the Milken Institute School of Public Health at George Washington University. It looks like fewer numbers. Looks like it's getting better, but it's not necessarily for those who aren't vaccinated. Potential surges are due to variants. Okay, now if you read that headline, and if you read that paragraph, you'd be like, wow, you know, this George Washington University is telling us that people that aren't vaccinated are in a lot of danger. I mean, the numbers just aren't adding up. Well, you got to scroll all the way to the bottom of that news article and you get down to the disclaimers. That's where I get to. You get to the very bottom and let me read you what it says. The very last couple of sentences of this article is several pages long. Most people never do that. It says, states also sometimes review older cases and issue updated figures that reflect a backlog of old cases rather than a surge on that day. Are you kidding me? They're taking numbers from as far back as they need to get them and blending them in to make the numbers say what they want to say. And if you read this, you get all the way to the end and they tell you that. They tell you that the surge numbers don't necessarily reflect what's happening today. These numbers are from way back, and we just kind of basically put these numbers together to meet our narrative. We made these numbers say what we wanted them to say. That's common language for what they just did. It's unbelievable. The facts and the science does not support the narrative that we're being fed. Now, that's the truth. Why? Ask yourself these questions, okay? I'm sorry that I got on this soapbox tonight. But this drives me nuts when people try to 
tell us something that's not true, when they try to feed us something and they want us to think and feel a certain way when it's not truthful, it drives me nuts. Why are the powers that be pushing so hard for 100% vaccinations on a flu that's over 96% survivable? Why? Why are they pushing for 100% of people? They want everybody to be vaccinated on a 96% survivable flu, right? Then why are they pushing for masks to be worn when we have proof that they don't work? Why are they doing that? Why are they pushing, wanting everybody to keep wearing a mask when we have facts that they don't work? Why? Am I the only person asking these questions? Surely not. I guess you saw this week. I just didn't have time to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. But in some of Fauci's emails that got released this week, he admitted it. I don't know if we want to believe anything that this guy says. Flip-flopping Fauci is being nice. This guy says whatever. But then you go back and, you know, the Freedom of Information Act forced them to release these emails. They had no choice. So they released them. And in those emails, he said, people tell him that this was a man-made virus. He didn't report that to anybody. Oh, it came from a bat. And then all of a sudden, you get these emails to where he said that the masks were not effective. He said that. And then he gets on TV telling us that we have to wear them. It does not add up. None of it adds up, right? And I believe probably, <laughs> I could be wrong, but I've been wrong a lot, but I really believe that these emails may be the end of old Fauci. We may not have to worry with him anymore. I mean, you just can't trust him. He says completely opposite things day to day. And Biden's got him out there as the leader of the disease. At, uh research with the administration it just doesn't make any sense but this may be the end of him these emails look bad because it proves him to be just a blatant liar here's what here's the whole point that i hope that we get to tonight uh do the research and think for yourself please do just take a little time and do some research and think just don't accept you just don't have blind faith and accept what these crazy news channels try to shove down our throats. Do some research and check it out and see for yourself, right? I'm going to read one verse tonight and we're going to get out of here. But Joshua 24, 15 is one of my favorite verses. And part of that verse says, Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's the wisest decision that you'll ever make. I promise you. We should pay attention to what's going on, yes. We don't need to be like ostriches with our head in the sand. We do need to pay attention, be alert to what's going on. But trust in the Lord, right? The only thing that, that we need to make sure that we've done is that we need to repent. You need to repent of your sins. That means turn. That means quit doing it. Don't do it anymore. And ask Jesus to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. That's the most important decision you could ever make in your life. It changed my life. And I promise you that Jesus will change your life if you give him a chance to. But thank you all for listening. and uh, Please try to go to church Sunday. Like I always say, y'all keep reading.